visit our world headquarters at photofactspodcast.com. And here's two guys talking photography, Robert and Jim. Good morning, all listeners. (laughs) (laughs) We are here live again at Bedford Camera. Oh, we're live. Okay. Yeah, we're live. (laughs) Time to wake up. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, James. Thank you so much for that humor this morning. That Did was, you guys see that? I don't know if you saw that or not. <laughs> it's it's he's, live he's on the quick. video. He's he's really quick. He's quick, but it was on there, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's up to Jeff. <laughs> so we're here at we're, we're here with James Pratt. James Pratt at Bedford Camera. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. great. We're gonna talk to Je- uh, James here about a little bit of business Very and nice. some stuff he's working on. Yeah, right? yeah, some of the editorial projects. Yeah, and, yeah, a little bit about how to do some editorial. Cool. So how to get published? Oh yeah, how to get published? Cool. Well, um, I had to buy your own ad. <laughs> we've had James on uh, several times. Yeah, he's been, been a good good, been good guest. So yes, because uh, he's available a lot. Well, that's not true because we had to actually move the podcast to yeah, Wednesday. We did so we could get Mr. James Pratt. I'm interviewing a guy tomorrow that has a really really cool '67 Camaro. Mm. <gasps> Ooh, it's so nice. That's the what, first generation, isn't what it? Color? Yeah, it's yellow with mm. black racing stripes. Ooh, Ooh it's totally restored. Bee. Yeah, it's nice. Nice. Okay, so um, J- James, tell us a little bit about just business in general, because you know the three of us actually have different uh, workflows or different uh, things that we shoot and income, right. and income, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, so can you talk just general, as in uh, any any kind of yeah. tips or? Yeah, well, you know, I'm uh, different than I, I'm, I belong to MPPA and some other. Uh, Organizations, but my bit work is so much different than everybody else's. I I have a hard time, you know, picking up from some of what they do because my work is really editorial. I do a lot of editorial photography, and I do uh, quite a bit, uh, some commercial, mostly editorial because I really enjoy it. I love the telling the stories and so well, a little bit more creative for you. Well, it's, yeah, it's creative, but it's you know it's it's just I mean you know wedding photography is creative too, but mine's just a lot more. You know, I get to tell stories. And it's all about the people I'm telling the stories about. So I get to do these really fun, cool things. I mean, the pay is not awesome. You actually are going to make more money as a wedding photographer, but I get to have a lot of fun. <laughs> we I have do. a lot of fun, too. I'm, and I'm not sure we storytell very much. I know that all sure the wedding do. photographers out there talk about that. We're documentation photographers. Yeah. I mean, we do get a little creative sometimes, but most of the times we are a photojournalist for lack of a better word we just yeah. stand there till something happens in front of the camera and we click it well james yeah. you're you're creative you you cre- you're yeah. creating as you're going and telling the story you're you're thinking about how you're going to shoot that photo so yeah you're, you're yeah yeah you, you got to tell a story cuz you know, that's what i learned a long time ago is uh you know ed- editors don't buy pictures i figured that out a long time ago they buy stories and so they want a story and so you've got to tell a story and that story you know i pitch ideas to editors all the time if I didn't, I wouldn't have any work. So I'm always coming up. i got a whole list of ideas. I constantly write down on my iPhone. Then I will uh, pitch it to various publications. So I find, you know, I'll try to figure out a publication that covers something I want to do, mm-hmm. whether it's riding horses or riding motorcycles or flying airplanes, whatever I really enjoy doing. Then I try to go find publications that write stories that need stories. They're always needing stories about those and when i first started i couldn't find anybody to do it so i just published my own magazine <laughs> yeah let's, let's talk about that because that was pretty awesome ride oklahoma right yeah yeah I, I couldn't you know back then i didn't know what i was doing and i uh that's back in no uh 
2007. And uh, I couldn't, I didn't know how to get published. I'd submitted a few pictures, you know, nobody took them up. And so I said, well, I'm going to make my own damn magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so You're I'm still doing that, right? No, oh, I do okay. the website. It's a pretty popular website. Okay, yeah. But the uh, right. magazine, I figured out, it's really not, well, I thought running a magazine was all about the stories and the pictures and, you know, all that kind of cool stuff. No, it's all about advertising, selling advertising. <laughs> You can't yeah. sell advertising. or don't want to sell advertising. That's your job is to sell advertising, and I didn't like doing that. So yeah. I ended up, you know, after a couple of years, I said, well, I don't want to be an advertisement salesman. I want to be a storyteller. Yeah, and so a lot of that stuff's online anyway. I mean, I hate to say that, but that's, you know. What do you mean? I'm not sure what you mean by Well, I mean, a lot of the, the, the magazine, the print, the print part of it, you know. Yeah, a lot of magazines are moving to web, but they're still, I mean, the magazines still pay a lot better than web. Web is getting better at pay. The web, especially the real heavily used websites, and uh, but the uh, they're better than they used to be for sure. But the magazines or the printed magazines are still the ones that pay the best. And I don't like to do stuff that doesn't pay. So, well, I was mainly talking about just the readers. You know, a lot oh, of readers. people reading online. That's I true. Guess. That's I true. Mean, a lot of people. I, know I do. I do. Yeah. I, me too. I, I very seldom pick up a magazine. Personally, I write for a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, read, I read on my iPad or something. Right. I'm the same way. A heavy iPad reader. Yeah. So on the magazine, it's kind of amazing you have time to do this website. I mean, is this thing like running by itself? Do you have helpers? Uh, no, it's just me. And uh, I just, I mean, it's not, I don't, it's just, uh, I post stuff every now and then to it. You know, I'm a, I'd write, so mm-hmm. I'd, I'll whip out some type of deal and post up my website. And I do make money from advertising on it. I have Google, I monetize it with Google, uh, what is it, AdSense or AdWords? Yeah, yeah. one of those one two, two little programs. AdWords, I think it is. Yeah. And uh, last year I made 100 bucks. Cool. And I, I just Dude. got a check the other day for or a payment for 100 bucks this year. <laughs> That's awesome. So I made $200 in two years off my website. <laughs> I've made barely a little bit more on microstock. I think it's like two fifty. Well, in stock, no, I, you, in stock, I make quite a bit more money. Stock photos. Well, that's because you're doing regular stock. Yeah. So you, I don't you, do microstock. Yeah. yeah. I do. I can sell one picture for for more. Bucks. Yeah. yeah, that's for uh, more yeah. than I can make in one in one yeah. year yeah. on an image. Yeah, I, I just sold some pictures uh, to. Uh, it's, uh, I'm getting about three thousand dollars for uh, three pictures. For an ad campaign that's running, and there are pictures of some stuff in Oklahoma around the state. Wow. So, well, you know what? Just since we broached that subject, let's talk about that because James is still doing commercial photography, what I consider to be the way it was always meant to be, which is licensing your image Absolutely. versus yeah. just shooting and burning and giving the client a CD. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the way commercial has always been. But once. And I think it's still that way. I don't think anybody that doesn't do it is crazy. Personally, I mean, I, I, I always license my image. I own every copyright of every photo I've ever taken. Mm-hmm. I maintain the copyright, and I just license them out for people to use and charge them a fee. And, um, you know, some some people don't like that, and I don't work for those. I work for the ones that do, that appreciate it. And but you're still don't. paid for the shoot. I paid, yeah, the way I work it, as I usually, uh, it depends on, it's commercial or editorial, depends on what you're doing. But the commercial stuff, I'll usually go out and uh, I charge them a, a fee. For the shoot, mm-hmm. you create a fee. I guess create yeah. a fee. Yeah, my kind of like a day rate or something. You know, it's usually anywhere from six to eight hundred bucks, maybe a thousand bucks a day. It depends on how much work is involved and how long the day is. I charge a all my expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually mark those up just a little bit to cover my cost miscellaneous, money, yeah. right? And then I charge a licensing fee to license the image after I'm done. So depending on what usage they're going to use that image for, they pay a licensing fee. It could be two years, three years. 
for print production or for uh, web use, whatever it might be. And that fee varies depending on the usage. And so, and, and a lot of times I'll sell it again and again. But, you know, customers, some people, a lot of unsophisticated clients, they want just to have all the images with all license. And yeah. every now and then I do that, but it costs a lot more. And I always tell them, you know, I can do that, but it's going to cost you a lot more because I can't reuse the images. Right. And so, but, it, but if you don't really need all that usage, let me give you a lower package and it costs you less. And then if later, because usually the images are, you know, three years are going to need new images anyway, most times. And, you know, make, and uh, so they don't really, they think they need it, but they don't. So, so <clears throat> speaking on this stuff, so are, are you, what are you talking about at the PhotoCon, at the Bedford PhotoCon? I'm not talking. It, I'm doing a panel, panel discussion. Panel, that's right. Okay, but panel you, you've talked about that before mm-hmm. at, yeah, at, yeah. at a PhotoCon, where you licensing your images right. and copyright and that right. kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah, you have to cover a lot on copyright and a lot on uh, licensing. And I, you know, people, I give my quotes out all the time to other photographers, and I'll help you with pricing. If you have the same thing come up, I'll tell you what I would price it at. Yeah, I've actually asked uh, you yeah. before for that stuff. Yeah. I think it's, I think our one problem I see with photography is, uh, especially commercial and editorial, is people are too secretive about it. You know, if you're worried about your competition, and you don't want to share that information. And it's, it took me forever to figure out how, to, how much to charge. I still don't know exactly, but it takes a long time to figure out how to charge for this work, how to make money. And I think if we share it, if I share it with you guys, it's not that you're going to beat me out of my competition because that's a fact of me going after my clients sure. and servicing my clients. Right, right, yeah. And uh, but it helps raise the entire boat. I mean, though, I mean, you know, rising tide sure. raises all the ships. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think we've hit that yes. that uh, <laughs> metaphor saying like, yeah. every time he's been here, yeah, I, I still so. love that. Right, and it's right. very true. Yep. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, so if we if we just help each other out. And, you know, I'll give you my pricing, what I do, all that kind of stuff, my contracts. It just helps everybody become more professional and raises the whole boat for everybody. Well, you've, you've shared that stuff with me before. You've sent me contracts. Yeah. Have I put that in place? No, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Thank I haven't you for being a, honest. Well, I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't done a lot of that kind of stuff, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think you're focused more on, on houses. Yes. Houses and headshots. Headshots, yeah. That, that's, that's, uh, Jim, that's Jimbo's jizz. He, he might even be shooting my wife's houses because she's mad at me right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really? What happened with that? <laughs> you don't want to air that on no, the podcast? No, no, not on the podcast, Robert. <laughs> His wife doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> she wants a real photographer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's just a joke. Yeah. yeah sure. why, why is it we treat our friends better than we do our own family? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, we'll, but yeah, the... Uh, and so, you know, the editorial stuff is, uh, you know, it's, it's all, like I say, it's all about, for me, it's about telling the stories. And, and uh, you know, I started my own magazine at first, and then I found I didn't really like doing that because I, I like to tell stories better than I like selling advertising. Yeah. And uh, we had to, Oh, hello. Hello. Okay. We, we did start a, uh, I started a worldwide magazine that went out to 23 countries, and that ran for about a year, year and a half. We had a lot of subscribers on that, but. Just didn't make sense. So anyway, I started working. I started uh, working for other magazines, and and but what helped me is I, I as an editor, I would get public stories in from other photographers, writer, mm-hmm. photographers other and writers. writers, and I kind of started learning what's really a good story and what uh, how to package things up to make it easy for the editor. Because I was told by an old uh, newspaper editor, he's a, actually a cigar chomping guy at the Daily Oklahoma. <laughs> man, he's, he was. Typical, what you think of a, I can't remember who it was, but he's some editor at the Daily Oklahoma about 15 years ago, and he goes, 
I won't cuss like he did, be a go. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, because we're lazy SOBs. If you want to make it easy for us, you make. He goes, if you want your stuff published, you make it easy for us. So the easier you make it, the more likely you're going to get published. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, we had that class. Uh, James did a little seminar. Were you at that class? We were up in Edmond at one of the photographers' houses. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. And you actually had the whole presentation. Yeah. Like you had your story in there with the CD, the layouts. Yeah. I was like. Dude, like you go that take, take it, it to easy. an editor and just put it on their desk. Yeah, it's like makes it easy for them to do, man. Mm-hmm. Just what you want to do is make it easy, give them a nice package. And so, um, but um, so I was trying to figure out, you know, how uh, that's why I started doing. Uh, um, I, I've written a lot over the years, but not stories. I used to do a lot of technical writing, mm-hmm. and so I teamed with, uh, I would team with other writers, and that's really you know people are buying stories is what they're doing. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't just buy photos. If you just send photos in, you might get a few published here and there, but usually it's going to be some type of story package. And so I have a team with um, other writers, good people that write. Yeah. And we would do a package story together. My buddy Builder Goo, he's an awesome writer. He and I did a lot of stories. We rode motorcycles, you know, out the West Coast, and we've ridden them to the East Coast. And we, I've done a story where we rode from um, Canada to Mexico on dirt bikes, camped out for a week, you know. Things like that we do together, and yeah. it was really awesome photos and awesome stories go together. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and you. so now I, uh, what I've done now is I start writing a lot more of my own stories because it's just easier. And yeah, it's easier to get published that way because I give an editor an entire story package mm-hmm. with my packet, my writing, and my photos, and all one piece with your package price. Right. Yeah. It's the bundle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working on a uh, story right now that you know it's for the it's for a it's a hunting story. I went pheasant hunting in uh, South Dakota, and uh, you know all expenses paid. They pick up my tab going up there, and then uh, we um, uh, and I, I, when I come back, I you know got a lot of just awesome photos. I got the story about done, and uh, I'm gonna get it published. I'm shooting for this. Uh, there's an NRA publication. They pay about fifteen hundred bucks. Cool. So you get fifteen hundred bucks for story photos. And uh, plus, wow. I can sell it to you know. Once I sell it to them, I can sell it to other publications too. Right, it's all a licensing type thing, right? And you can. What you do a lot of times, I have done this more than once, is repurpose the sto- the photos for a different story. Oh. so you have the photos. You can have this story. Then you can go to another publication that maybe has a little different twist mm-hmm. and sell the same photos with a different story. And so you can repurpose a lot of your work so on your on your marketing for your business you know because everybody talks about mar- so many photographers are out there like you know once they go through their friends and family of telling them you're a great photographer and take my picture then they're having to try and find, find clients to right. pay so i'm sure now your clients do kind of come hunt you down no 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 no, no i have to go i gotta go hunt them down you mean there's Today. like work involved yeah, <laughs> you just put up a website, and all of a sudden the phone no, starts ringing. No, no, don't just start rolling in. I mean, I get a few of those, but not, oh, no, I've been doing this for like thirty years. I thought that's how you did it. <laughs> uh, you gotta go. You know, one thing I had started doing is first off, I you know I like to hang out with my photographer friends, mm-hmm. but I figured out you guys don't buy any of my pictures. <laughs> right. That's right. I've yet, to sell, I've yet to sell a photo to any of you guys. I don't know why that is. Because I got awesome photos, you guys don't buy them. But, well, <laughs> they are awesome. But they are. <laughs> Pretty awesome. I've seen a couple of the bike shots he did at BMW, oh, yeah. and it was like it was uh, sexy on wheels. Well, you know, if I'm going to buy a pano print or a, a, some kind of cool photo, it's going to be one of one mine of yours, right? Hanging on the wall. You know? You're funny. So, uh, so I, uh, so what I started doing is uh, I spend more time going to um, 
like AIGA meetings, or I go where's is that's the insurance company. No, that's the AIGA. That's the, <laughs> the, the art art institute. Well, uh, art institute. It's the uh, it's basically all the graphic designers. That, yeah. Design oh, advertising not, not, yeah, and it's, stuff like that. Yeah. You mean like here in Oklahoma City? Yeah, I have yeah. a chapter here in Oklahoma City. Oh, bullshit. Really? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the Did you really say that, Robert? Yeah, really? You're going to point it out so the yeah. listeners can like. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I do uh, I do a lot on LinkedIn. I really got plugged in on LinkedIn. And I do a lot in the motorcycle industry. And so, which is not in Oklahoma. I don't know if you know. It's not based in Oklahoma. If you're no. uh, it's Southern Cal. <laughs> so if you're not SoCal, I mean, you know, it's really hard to get work. Yeah, isn't everything but, like so ha- so Cal? It's kind of crazy. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's it's really hard to get work in the motorcycle industry if you don't live in Southern California. But you have to take a little different approach. And so my approach is, you know, all your pictures and your bike reviews and all that stuff is uh, looks like Southern California, and most of the country is not Southern California. So how about let's do something, that, you know, around here. So anyway, I uh, started on LinkedIn and really worked it hard. I've been working hard for about two and a half, three years. I've got thousands of really good contacts, both in the motorcycle, well, in the motorcycle industry and the publishing. The funny thing is, once you get hooked up with like a publisher, then they have other publishers, they're friends, and you start just connecting out. You start building your well, that's, network. That's how it works in, in business in general. Yeah. If, you, if you're networking and you're you're putting your name out there and you're working with people, that you know your name gets spread around. Yeah. You know. So so one thing I do is I blog a lot. I do a lot of blogging on my own website. And then I had that set up where it automatically goes to LinkedIn and to Facebook and to Twitter and all these other places. So that it looks like I'm active on mm-hmm. all those. And so those editors and those motorcycle industry contacts, if they follow any of that, they'll see my writing mm-hmm. and my photos come up off my blog. And then whenever I contact them, they they say, yeah, I heard of you. Or, yeah, well, yeah, I've seen your stuff. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Now, yeah. have you ever signed any marketing pieces like we used to do back in the old days? I'm starting to do that. I have... The um, I have done that before, but I've been busy enough. I hadn't needed to, but I'm starting to pick it back up again. I'm trying to get move my clientele. A lot of my clientele is regional. I'm trying mm-hmm. to moving it up to national level. And so what I'm doing is uh, I, I recently updated all my my database into I'm using um, Zoho CRM. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, and I talked to you about the 17 hats, but it didn't really fit with me. And the Zoho is free, so it was. Perfect for me. So what, <laughs> what, like free. what is Zoho? Oh, it's a it's a Zoho is kind of like a Microsoft Office. Oh, okay. But it's uh, so it was, but it has a, a CRM component. It has a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Has oh, okay. Database, has a lot of different pieces to okay. it. Okay. It's free unless you uh, unless you uh, yeah. There's a very there's big a, yeah. There's yeah. a floor right. Sure. For right. Individual photographers. It's the free works just perfect. Right. But you wanted that be- mainly because of the CRM. The, right. The the customer relations management right. Yeah, right. correct so I can put all my contacts and you know, I'll go to the Barnes Noble sit down the magazine rack and go you know take pictures oh, of yeah. the covers I'll go through the editorial who's the editors and I go Google them find out their emails <laughs> find out where they're at on LinkedIn I put them into my CRM and then I can market to them from there take note of that listeners that's that's good info that's yeah. good info. What yeah. you don't use the photographer's market book anymore? No. Do you remember that? Yeah, I did. I bought and paid for that. It's worthless. I also paid for uh Agency access and some others like that. A little black book and yeah, those are just a lot of money for. Not that's a lot of that's a lot of money for a little black book. Yeah. I had an agent one time when I was in California in the military, and I was still doing some work there. Like, oh, you need to be in the book. And I'm like the book, and he showed me this like gorgeous yeah. book. I thought, oh my god, that's beautiful. 
And it was like stupid, like nine grand for a yeah. full-page ad. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm oh. like, yeah, that's no, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm more into guerrilla marketing. Uh, I think the web is so much more effective than the Internet. And so I I uh, gather up, you know, I use my LinkedIn and my Google and all that stuff to gather up my editors, the people I want to contact, put them in my database, and then I connect them through LinkedIn, and then I start marketing to them. You know, I send them emails, and, and I've got a – my wife's in the real estate business, and so we have a series of emails whenever we have a new lead that we send them these 20 emails. Just, you know, we have different subjects, and they link back to our, her oh, like website. A drip campaign. A drip campaign. And so I'm working mm-hmm. on a drip campaign. That's my goal for this year is a drip campaign for my editors. So I'll have a, just a series of stories. Can you, can you explain that more? Well, a drip campaign is like, um, like if i got a new, like I'm going to work for Field and Stream Magazine, I can have a series of stories pre-made. So, you know, there are stories on my website. And so I can set up a drip campaign of, you know, letter number one is an introduction. Letter number two is a story about duck hunting. Number three is about a story about uh, the pheasant hunting. Mm-hmm. So I can have this campaign already made up in my CRM system. I get a new potential lead in that area, that cat, that market, and I can just assign that drip campaign once a month. Then they'll get that letter very personalized just to them with their interests Mm-hmm. You know that that comes to them, and so mm-hmm. once a month they hear from me. Yeah. So it's basically like like in seventeen hands we would call it the workflow. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Similar thing. And then what I'm doing as part of that is I'm creating these stories. I'm using MagCloud. You talked mm-hmm. about the printed stuff. Mm-hmm. I've created several. I should have brought some of those, but I've created several stories in MagCloud. And so I make a. Uh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> so I make, I make a. Uh, um, like a, it's kind of like a mini magazine uh-huh. of maybe eight to ten pages. And they'll have some writing in there and my photos and, of course, my logo and everything. And so as part of the drip campaign, it's, you know, two emails and a, one of these market, these mailers go to it. So it'll just, in my calendar, it'll pop up and says, hey, today you need to send this this uh, mailer out. To Field and Stream <laughs> right. or whoever the case may be. Right. So you're setting those I'm things that, up in advance. I'm, I'm doing that now. Yeah, that's my goal for 2016 is set this drip marketing campaign up. So that kind of reminds me of, of blogging like on WordPress or whatever website you use. You, if you, could, you can work on, like let's say, a Sunday and do a whole bunch of blog posts. Right. Do it all in one day. And schedule them. And schedule them out to right. spit out every week or every month or whatever interval you want. Um, that's a great idea, too. Uh, yeah, well, I wanted to mention uh, there's a thing called Zapier. Have yeah. you heard of that? Uh, no, huh? Z A P I E R, and I just found it. It's a there's a lot of stuff on there to do, but it's basically um, tasks that it does. It'll it will automatically uh, blog uh, for you. It'll it'll pull an RSS feed, which is what we're using right now on our website. We pull an RSS yeah. feed from F Stoppers, and it posts a blog post to our website. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there, like. Uh, like recipes, kind of like if this then that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But it's but it's way more. Uh, it's robust. I'll There's look a, into that. Yeah, it's robust. really robust. Did you just use the word robust <laughs> on the Thanks podcast? <laughs> anyway, so I have to ignore that. Um, robust. So it's you got to check it out. It's really good. Uh, there's a lot of things on there. Uh, that you can do. I, I wish I could remember some more some more uh, things, but it's uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, sometimes, sometimes, but it's robust. It's robust. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just a matter of you know we all get so busy with a daily grind. Yeah, it's those it's automatic easy. things that, come, right. that happens. Yeah, it's easy to forget about the things you need to do. Yeah, and so that's what you know. Usually once a year, I do planning for the 
you know, at the end of the year, I do planning for the first year, and I try to set my goals for the year. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've, I've always done that. I write down goals at the first of every year, and that's <laughs> and this year is the is the marketing and and the, the to my some of my clients, you know, and so. I like that idea of, you know, if you can automate it as mm-hmm. much as possible. Right. Make your way, life a little easier. Yeah. Make fire yeah, and forget. It, it integrates with Buffer. You know, you, you know Buffer? It's uh, uh, it's like HootSuite. Oh, yeah. Social yeah. media Social aggregator. media aggregator. Like, yeah. I've got all of my social media from PhotoFax to, like, LinkedIn, you know, all of my social media. And it, it, it spits out to all at once. And you can yeah. sch- auto-schedule that, that power cool. scheduler. You can click click all the social media today tomorrow seven days and you can schedule all that stuff the same post but well, i do think marketing is a you know you got to take a multi-pronged approach to it yeah because it's easy for me i'm probably like jim i like to you know i'd rather sit in front of my computer and just <laughs> automate everything and do it all yeah. and i have to go meet people yeah exactly that really doesn't work you get i mean you got to go meet people you gotta, you're right you got to send printed pieces i mean there's a multi-pronged approach that's a good point because you know all this automation and all that stuff you're you're not Face to face, and you got to get your face. And I've learned that just recently in the last, you know, se- several months, is the face to face really makes a difference. I've had lunch meetings, and yeah, you but know, yeah, you know, with that, Jim, I think you hit on a really good point. And a lot of listeners that are listening, a lot of listeners, uh, that's great, like robust. <laughs> <laughs> but I think coffee. so many of us do prefer to be behind the computer. And right. once we're in business, we put our website up, we put our Facebook business page, and then we wait by the phone. Yeah. You know? You know, mm-hmm. or we get on Hootsuite, we do a little blog post, and then nobody steps away from their computer to go meet somebody. Right. Like, you've gone, one thing I'm so proud of, Jim, is I actually gave him the idea of, like, joining the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Now, I joined, Jim joined. Same time, Robert attended zero <laughs> coffee meetings at yeah. the Chamber of Commerce. Therefore, I got zero shoots. <laughs> yeah. Jim actually attended those coffees and made amazing connections. Yes, yeah. I did. I got some great connections. So I think the FaceTime now yeah. is becoming, you know, I think it's a kind of an ebb and flow. Yeah. And I think we're coming back to the FaceTime. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it goes goes to the, even, even I'm holding up my phone here, you know, staring at your phone all the time or your iPad, you know, even in restaurants or, or wherever you're at. If you're staring at, I'm, I'm an introvert, you know, I don't all right, me talk too. much, but... <laughs> I don't. I don't talk to people. Talk much. Robert, and thank you for coming to the Photo Facts podcast. But you know, if you're staring at your phone instead of that, you know, think about back in the day. You know, when these, I think about these old guys that are sitting on the sitting in the barber shop, and they're not all staring at their phones. No. They're sitting there talking about stuff. Oh, there there were no phones back then. Dude, we had the party line with, <laughs> a, with a thirty foot extension cord. <laughs> yeah. So, so for for new people coming into the business general business ideas what's the one thing you see that most people kind of fail at when they come come in well you gotta you gotta learn you know from are you talking about from my business no, no I'm I'm photography, been, photography, yeah, in photography in general i'm sure you can relate to all the photographers yeah. you have a lot of people that come and talk to you at shows well you, you well first off you got to learn you got to learn your equipment because you cannot be you're i'm sure you're well aware of this you cannot be thinking about your equipment when you're shooting yeah. You cannot be thinking about, oh, what f-stop am I going to use? What mm-hmm. aperture am I going to use? you got to know that stuff where you can you can build, you need to be able to spin the dials on the back of your camera with your eyes closed. Literally. And make it work. And make it work. Mm-hmm. Right. you got to figure out how to solve problems. I always talk about photography as having this bag of tricks, a whole little Santa bag of tricks. Uh-huh. And you walk, you probably see this, you walk up to a job. You're going, oh, this really sucks. This is horrible. <laughs> and yep. how do I make this look good? Yep. And you got to reach into your bag of tricks and pull out something that makes it look good. That's right. And so, um, 
you know, you, or, or it's a tip you, or a technique. It could be a soft focus. It could be a narrow yeah. depth of field. It could Ooh. be some lighting. And there's a lot of tricks. You, you know, and, the, and the more experience you get, the bigger bag of tricks you can you can pull out to make a piece of junk look better. You know? Yeah, polish right. that baby up. <laughs> or, or, or you get to a shoot and you've forgotten something. You know, how many times have I've or you're camera you you ne- well, you never, you, <laughs> yeah. you never admit that. You know, if yeah. you show up, you don't have your stuff. You don't say nothing. You just right. do it anyway. You just well, make do with what you got. It's kind of hard to to hide it when your camera doesn't work. Well, period. Right. And you don't have a backup. Oh, I always have backup. But yeah. no. I made that mistake the other oh, yeah. day. <laughs> I made that mistake a long time ago too. Yeah. So. So okay, so equipment's always a good yeah, one. So know your equipment inside and out. You got, and then the only way you're gonna do that is you got to shoot a lot. You got to shoot a lot. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures. Oh my God! I just realized I didn't push record. <laughs> really? We're live and we're not getting this audio. You know what? He's getting the audio on live. He's covering your butt. Awesome. He's covering backup our butt. Backup. That's what you need. Backup That's what you need. Backup. Can we just not talk about backup? We just backup? talk about backup. Talk about a segue right there. My fault. Thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Oh, you are so welcome. Well, yes, <laughs> thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I got you back, Jim. I got you back. Oh. So, okay. so you have no idea how long this recording That's has been going on. That's what I was just on. looking. I said, where's my clock? Where's my clock? It's not there. How, how are we doing on time there, Jeff? Uh, we are at 29 minutes. Really? Whoa. That's yeah. freaking pretty awesome. Okay, let's let's break here and talk about the PhotoCon. PhotoCon. Um, March, March 4th and 5th. Looking forward to that. That's always yeah. a great deal. It's robust. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, uh, you have a, a, a promo code or a... Or a do we still have code. a promo code? Yes, we, we still do have a promo code. The photo facts promo code is the, the photo f- fact he had to look at his <laughs> ipad let him speak. My, no my sticky note <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sticky note that i have here um photocon 16 photo facts if they go to uh bedford's website at bedford's.com www.bedford's.com purchase a ticket the same promo that we've been uh promoting with the photo facts buy a ticket 79.99 Ooh. with this Photocon 16 Photofax promo code, they can get a second one at half that price. So, again, it comes out to a two-for-one because face value, again, is $119. Twofer. Okay? So it's a twofer. So it's, yeah, a, it's a bongo. A yes. A, a bogo. A bogo. Yes. Buy one, get one. <laughs> no, no, I so, guess it's a buy one, get one half off. Well, buy one at 79 and get another one at half the price of 79 Get one for 40 bucks. I think so, we just lost all the listeners from the Metro Camera Club. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> so, yeah, that is still going on. And uh, still just a few spaces left for Moose Peterson. No, you're not. You're mm. kidding me. Seriously? Just a few. Just a few. Okay. Because so, that's where you get to crazy. shoot with it, Moose. Yes. Yeah. At the zoo. Oh, yeah. At the now, Oklahoma Zoo. Is Moose Peterson, well, that, that is that during my class? I have to check that schedule, Jeff. <laughs> Eric's the one that put together the schedule there. So. If, you're, if they run out of Moose Peterson, they can, give a, they can do one with me. We'll go shoot motorcycle races or oh, something. Oh, that's, that's at Skydiving or something. Yes, <laughs> skydiving. Moose Peterson's from 630 to 815. <laughs> at night? It says p.m., 630 to okay. 815 p.m. Oh, no, that's his class. Sorry. Oh, that's yeah, that, class. that's when he speaks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on Friday, first class of the day. There'll be nobody in my class. <laughs> I'll be giving this alone completely. And your panel is uh, 
James, your your panel. I'm on a panel, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, it's 10, on uh, Saturday. Yes, from 10 a.m. to 11.15. 11.15. Expose true confession yep. People, of a photographer. I guess they can come in and ask us whatever they want to ask. Yep. What, what does it say by Christian and Sapphire? Sapphire. Oh, you haven't met Sapphire? No. You don't know who that is? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you'll have to see. Ooh. I'm not telling. Is this It'll the same a- Sapphire that's over at Night Trips? She's, no. She's robust. <laughs> she's <laughs> robust? <laughs> Quite the contrary, actually. <laughs> so, anyway. So, I, I love know. that. So, we have a surprise for the listeners. Yes, yeah. we do. And we we're going to have James Pratt tell us about the surprise because you can sign up for this at the PhotoFX podcast booth at Bedford's PhotoCon. PhotoCon. 2.8. Yeah, what we're going to do is uh, I, I write a lot of stories now, do my own writing. And so uh, and the way I got started is I, I worked with writers. I was a photographer who worked with writers. And that's always a help. So what we're going to do is allow a photographer. I'm going to team up with a photographer to do a story. And so uh, I, I will we'll pick out a story. It's probably something in the motorcycle industry of either a profile of a person or a, a race or something like that. And then whoever wins the contest gets to come with me. We'll pick a time, and they will photograph the story for me. And I'll give you some advice and tips, and then we'll, and I'll write the story, and then we're going to submit it and get it, see if we can get it published. I, I think that's going to be awesome. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. a great. I, I think might, that's a great idea. I might have to sign up for that. Oh, what are you talking about? Sign up? I've already won. <laughs> oh, <whatever. laughs> Robert Trebek is the winner of the James Pratt. So we're going to do that Saturday night uh, sometime at yeah. the. At we're going to draw it Saturday evening before. Okay, who's uh, who's the last one? Is it Moose Peterson? Moose Peterson, yes. So we should probably draw that at like six o'clock. Like six o'clock. Before then, Moose Peterson starts. That sounds good. And if we get paid for it, we'll even split the proceeds. So, so, wow. Yeah. So you're even going to give away money. Money, yeah. Now, this is like one of the best photo contests we've had on PhotoFacts Podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah yes. Of course, if that's if we get it paid for, you never, you know, some sure, stories yeah. don't, but we usually do. So. Yeah. yeah. Thank gonna, you so much. I appreciate I can't wait to go with you. I guess, de- <laughs> I guess it depends on the photos, too, though. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the story and who we pitch it to and how good the story is. Right. So. But, so it could be a, an educational experience, you know? Yeah. Well, most well that's what it is. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole idea is to, to, you can learn how to take pictures to tell a story because I'm going to teach you yeah. how, what, I, well, what I was taught on, on uh, how to take pictures. Not, you know, I mean, hopefully you already know how to take pictures. You have some technique down yeah. already. This is how to tell a story with your photos. I think that is a very generous offer. That is, I think that is just That is pretty beautiful. awesome. Yeah, Thank cool. you, James. Good. That's, be that's beautiful. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, yeah, we do the similar thing, but we don't split any money. We just always need somebody to carry our bags. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll yeah. teach you how to set your f-stop. I'm going to carry my bags. I'm not even going to take my camera. I'm gonna, oh, whoever's, whoever's going to be there, they're going to do that. Yeah. So, so bring them so back. So there up. should be a questionnaire on this before we pick the. <laughs> yeah. What kind exactly. of camera do you have? An no, iPhone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. All right. That sounds so. pretty good. So where can our listeners find you at, James? It's uh, James-Pratt.com. Well, you couldn't find James Pratt without the dash? No, no, I was already taken. Oh, but I hate when that happens. Just Google me. I'm all over Google. Yeah. Just Google me. Just Google me. Find him on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very good at SEO. Cool. That's good. We're going to save that for the next one. <laughs> yes, we do. Because we need some SEO in on the PhotoFacts podcast. So I that's can, an invitation. I can help you with SEO because my wife, is a, like I said, is a realtor, and I do all her website. 
and she is at the, uh, which is, and there's a lot of realtors. Yep. And she is at the very top when you search for homes around central Oklahoma. She's at the very top, and it's because got all the SEO, SEO figured out. Yeah. Yeah. That, this is like this over, is a, what twenty five hundred just in metro area for realtors. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. So this is an official invitation to come back and talk about it. We can talk in detail about SEO, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. I think it'd be awesome. We'll, we'll actually learn more. We'll just turn our mics off and just take notes while he's talking. <laughs> so All right. There's the music. You're taking us out? I'm taking us out. All right. Thanks, James, for right. being here. We'll appreciate yeah. it. And see you later, listeners. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. And you're still talking. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.